This episode of The Yarn is sponsored by Heinemann in their professional book, Read the World, Rethinking Literacy for Empathy and Action in a Digital Age. Colby talked with co-author Kristen Zimke about the book. This book is about technology in the classroom. You know, we feel like maybe the last few years, people have gotten distracted by all the things. And when we look at what we should be doing with kids, it's not about the things, but it's really about helping kids tell their story. It's about helping kids hear the stories of others. We really hope that educators can start seeing these devices as empathy machines and leveraging them to do good in the world and be used as tools for thinking. Technology can be a force for good in the classroom. Read the World, Rethinking Literacy for Empathy and Action in a Digital Age will show you how. Visit Heinemann.com to learn more and order a copy. Welcome to The Yarn, a School Library Journal production. I'm Travis Yonker. In the last episode, Colby talked with author Andrea Wang, who took us behind the scenes of Watercress, her stunning semi-autobiographical picture book. This week, I spoke with the illustrator of that book, Jason Chin. Today, Jason talks about his first reactions to Andrea's moving story and the challenges he faced in bringing it to life. It's time to unravel watercress. So Neil, uh, my editor, he, um, you know, called me up and said, you know, I'd like to show you this, this manuscript. Um, and, and let, let's have a meeting about it, because I'd really like you to illustrate it. Uh, and I read the manuscript and it just, you know, it just blew me away. Uh, it was clear right away that this was something special that, you know, I said to Neil, you know, texts like this don't come along very often. <laughs> and I was hesitant. I, I have to be honest. I was very nervous about taking it on. Um, it's a heavy subject. Um, and, uh, is very personal to the author because it's based on Andrea's um, childhood. You know, you know, it's an adaptation, I guess, or a fictionalization of a real thing that happened to her. Um, and so that made me very nervous, you know, um, but, uh, but it was too good to say no. Watercress is a story about a Chinese American girl who is, uh, she's riding in the car with her family when her parents stop because they see watercress growing uh, by the side of the road. And they get out and they uh, decide to harvest it. Um, and she gets out and she is mortified. She, uh, already feels like an outsider in her small town. She's afraid that someone will see her, you know, going into this ditch by the side of the road to get her dinner. And um, so that starts the story. And it's the kind of beginning of, uh, of her learning more about her family's past. Well, 
Well, with this text, uh, it's fiction, which is I haven't illustrated a fictional book in a little while. I'm usually illustrating nonfiction. Um, but with this one, I, I started with research, with doing a lot of research, actually. Um, it's a little bit different than researching, you know, science, which is what I normally write about. But um, in this case, it was history and, and culture. And I also got to talk to uh, Andrea. So she shared, we, we, Neil put us in touch. He kind of broke the rule, <laughs> right? The, uh, the unwritten rule of keeping the author and illustrator separate. Um, no, he put, he put us in touch and she shared uh, her story with me, like the real kind of story behind the story. And uh, we talked about where our uh, families are from and we just chatted about it. And it was really, really important um, because, you know, how I was talking about it being, talking about being nervous about it. Um, she really, you know, put me at ease. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I actually just kind of mentioned this to her recently. Like, I felt like after that I had permission to illustrate the story. Um, not that I asked for permission, you know, it wasn't explicit like that. It just, you know, I felt like, okay, I, I can do this. I'm comfortable now. When I started this book, I decided to try a bunch of new things and see if anything stuck. Um, I, I have, I've been working in, I usually work in watercolor and I'd been doing that for a long time. And I thought, you know, maybe this is a chance to kind of explore some different things and, and see what happens. Um, it's a, you know, it's a very different kind of book than I usually do. Uh, I started off by doing brush drawings, um, Chinese art, you know, most of traditional Chinese art is done in brush drawings. Um, and that, you know, it was fine. I liked doing them, but it didn't feel quite right. It felt like I was kind of, it didn't feel honest. Like I, it felt like I was putting on a costume or something. Um, you know, that's not the kind of art that I make. That's not the way I was, I'm not a traditional Chinese artist, right? Um, and then I, I tried out pastel. Um, while I was doing the pastel, I was looking at a lot of Chinese art and Chinese paintings in particular. And I, and I saw how they, you, you know, they, they use a lot of white space and soft edges, especially in the landscape paintings to indicate um, distance. And they have a very dreamlike quality. And I thought that that would translate, like if I referenced that, that would translate well to the, um, uh, to, the, to the theme of the book, which is memory, you know, right? There's a, this book is all about memories and memories of memories. And uh, so I was trying to incorporate that into the pastel drawings I was, or paintings I was doing, but I ran into some technical difficulties and I just, one day I just picked up a watercolor brush again, got out the, you know, my usual materials. And I did a painting and I just tried to keep it nice and loose and see what would happen. And it just felt right. It just felt like, I don't know, coming home or something. <laughs> it felt um, like 
I was coming back to what I am comfortable with, what I've been doing a long time, but it also had this nice resonance with Chinese art because uh, Chinese paintings are all watercolor. They're like brush and ink and watercolor. And, um, and, I, and I pulled out my old Chinese brushes and I painted with them some and, and it just felt good. Um, you know, Chinese brushes, they have a different, they make different marks than, than Western brushes. They're, they're a different tool and uh, you can make, you know, I could make marks that felt much more expressive to my eye um, and, and I liked that. It, it just, um, when I did this one painting, it just kind of all came together. And, um, and then I had to get rid of all of the, my, my pastel paintings that I loved. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I really like those. But, uh, you know, maybe that, well, I think that's when you know you're getting uh, somewhere when you're when you're honing in on what what it's going to be when you know it's going to be right is when you start throwing out the some of your favorite things thank you jason chin for the interview thank you philip stead for our theme music additional music for this episode from the free music archive have an idea for the show you can contact us via email at the at gmail.com and visit us online at the School Library Journal website. I'm Travis Yonker. Thanks for listening. <laughs>